0: Hi, this is Ronnie and Ryan with the Breathe Love and Magic podcast, and I wanted to give you a heads up that I'm working hard to make this podcast even better for you, my listeners. I've been doing a lot of interviews lately, and so I started thinking, hmm, maybe it would be good to do some of my own content too and mix it up. So that's what's happening. I'm going to share some of my thoughts about a variety of spiritual topics, and then we'll also have the interviews, and this way there'll be more variety. They say variety is the spice of life, so let's keep things spicy. This episode is about dating from a more spiritual perspective and a more conscious approach. I'm going to be talking to three women at different stages of the dating process, one who hasn't started yet but is thinking about it, one who recently met somebody and is wondering if it's going to work out, and the third one is somebody who's been seeing a guy for five months and is wondering, is this good thing going to continue? So stay tuned. This is Ronnie and Ryan, Intuitive Coach, and welcome to the Breathe, Love & Magic Podcast. In the show, we'll talk about mystical methods, spiritual practices, and magic to grow spiritually, live well, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, connect with spirit, and embrace the magic that is all around you. May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love & Magic Podcast. And now, on with the show! Recently, I had a full moon event where I did a clearing for everyone, and then we meditated on the full moon and connected with the goddess and got a message from her. And then I offered to answer questions and give messages from spirit. And as it turned out, all three women who were attending, all three of the questions that I answered that night were about love in different stages. And I thought what a great podcast this could make if I just talk about the questions and the answers and give you the spiritual perspective on love. And so what happens is a person asks a question and then I tune in using my intuition and sometimes I will channel their guides, their spirit guides. Sometimes it's ancestors, sometimes it's ascended masters or angels. I know it's always for the highest good of all concerns so I don't worry about exactly where the information is coming from because I know it's coming from a positive and higher source. I wanted to just share the three readings that I did for people about love and dating. And I've been doing this kind of work for over 30 years even though Until recently, I didn't really publicize that fact, but now I'm obviously showing who I am and being more vulnerable to share the kind of intuitive work that I do and love so much, sometimes combining it with my history as a dating coach. Connecting with spirit for me is such a joy and a blessing. I feel so lucky to be able to do this and help people find answers to questions. Find solutions to problems that are practical and down to earth. Figure out which direction to take or go in or understand if you're already doing the right thing and the best you can. And so you just need confirmation on the path. So that is a good description about what I do. And I tend to get right to the heart of the matter very quickly. No matter how long this story is, I don't usually even need all the details the The situation always becomes very clear very quickly and that's just one of my skills. So anyway, now I'm going to tell you about each person who asked the question and then I'll play the answer for you as well. So there's three separate readings. The first woman is Julianne and she's 60. She's been divorced for about a year and She actually came to me for a short number of sessions for dating coaching just to kind of get her started and write her profile for her and that sort of thing. And I've known Julianne for a long time. So we had fun doing that work together. But then she dove in, got online, and met some guys. And she did that for a couple of months. And then she stopped and took a little break with the holidays. And then she started again in February And she met a guy, she met several, she met a lot of men, actually, she did really well. But she was nervous, which is understandable, of course. And so she met this guy who seemed very attentive and very interested in her. And she felt a little nervous, wondering if this was for real. And as time went by, it just got better. She was happy, but still feeling tentative, like, can I trust this or not? Well, now more good things are happening. They're exclusive, they're spending a lot of time together. Between the two of them, they have lots to do. He comes up with all kinds of great ideas to do activities together, and she's just having the time of her life. She's having a great time. And so she's just not sure, can she trust all the good things that are happening for her after so many difficulties in her marriage and having to face getting divorced and going through that process, which is so arduous no matter what the circumstances are. She feels a little nervous about, could this be for real? Here's the answer that I got for her from Spirit. What I'm hearing is, your cup runneth over. Do not be alarmed. (laughs) It is a good thing when your cup runneth over. It is a true testament of abundance for what spills out is not a loss because there's more. There's more, there's more, there's more. Your cup runneth over because it is so full. So you need not worry about the excess. Just know it is a limitless, a limitless supply. And so enjoy every drop, whether you catch them all or not doesn't matter. That's certainly a nice message. Angie's up next and she's in her middle 50s. She's a widow and her husband passed away seven years ago and she's just starting to think about maybe dating and she wanted to know if she was gonna ever find love again. Now that is very predictive so I wanted to help her redirect her questions so that she was in more of a place of ownership And being responsible for what happens to her versus being a victim of the universe, you know, like, will I find love is not an empowering statement. So I wanted to turn around her question to make it more empowering. Okay, I'm going to ask it a little bit differently. Yeah. Because that is predictive. So instead, if you look at it from the perspective of what can I do, to find love, then there's taking responsibility for it. So just see what there is for you. Love can absolutely be yours when you are ready to put yourself out there and to take the risk and to be vulnerable and to open your heart and to trust the universe. You may get a couple of small bumps and bruises on the way, but if you were an infant, you would know that this is how you learn to walk. And it is the same for love. It doesn't have to be horrible and tumultuous and death-defying. It could just be little bumps along the way. Mm -hmm. But they're for learning. And relationships are for learning. And dating is for learning. The point of dating is a journey of self-discovery for you learn about what works for you and who you are and what you don't want to experience again and what you want to have more of. And all of these things come to the forefront when you make yourself vulnerable and allow yourself to start interacting with potential partners again. Know that to put yourself out there is absolutely worthwhile And if you want to wait till you're 100% ready, we're not sure when that will be. So you might have to just risk it and put your toe in the water and then put your whole body in, and just try it. Because if you remember that whoever you meet, they are a reflection of where you are at. So if you meet at first a bunch of men who are thoughtless or don't respond or don't seem interested enough or don't keep their promises or whatever, then just know that is a reflection for you to go, oh, okay, I need to be there for myself. I need to support myself. I need to trust myself. I need to feel good about myself. And the better I feel about myself, the better the men will be. This is the truth. So the higher your vibration is, the better you feel about yourself, the more you love and accept yourself, the better the men you meet will be. This is sometimes very hard to swallow, but it is the truth of what it takes to find love. And you are completely capable. So this is more up to you than you can imagine. It is not us over here dangling some carrot trying to lure you into the trap of dating. But it is for you to decide, this is what I want. and This is what I will do. And this is me facing whatever it is because I have what it takes. And I can be strong and I can be tough and I can be sweet and I can be vulnerable and I can be whatever I need to be in order to find the love I want. The most important thing for you to take away from all of that is you are completely capable of finding the love you want. So, the good news is that Angie was very appreciative of that message and she enjoyed it and said it was awesome and really took it to heart. Because I never know when I say things like the men you meet are a reflection of where you're at, how people are going to take that. Sometimes they get very insulted, very indignant. And I'm not meaning it as any kind of insult at all. It's just that sometimes women are so worried about being vulnerable that they get walled off and then the only men that get attracted to them are not the kind of quality men that they want because those are the men that are less sensitive to the energy and have lower emotional IQ and so they don't get all the cues and... They don't have the mindset of the kind of guy you want. So when you have any kind of barriers to love, whether you've had a bad history and you're bringing that forward, or you have a lot of fear and you can't be vulnerable, or you're very independent and you're afraid of giving up your independence, whatever it is for you, and I understand them all, believe me, sometimes you don't get good quality guys And then you blame it on the men. This was a really interesting message for her because it wasn't me, the the previous dating coach, giving the message. It was actually her spirit guides telling her what they felt was in store for her, what would work, what to keep her eyes open for, and that sort of thing. So it was really interesting for me as well as Angie. And that's always good. On to the next Sally is in her 40s, and she's been divorced for a while, and she has been dating. She has been meeting men on and off, finding somebody she likes, and they disappear, and you know the story. She has recently met someone, but she's nervous because he seems like a nice guy, and he's sweet, and he's fun, and she feels comfortable around him, and so this makes her nervous. (laughs) And she wants to know, is this guy for real? Like, is he really like this all the time? Or is it just some kind of playboy play? But what's underneath that is, can she trust this? Which is really, can she trust him? Which is really, can she trust herself to know a good guy when she meets one? Here's what Sally Spirit Guides had to say to her. What I'm hearing is what you see is what you get, but know that there will be more that you'll see. So see how it goes. Stay in the present and take only one step at a time. Do what you can to not get ahead of yourself, but just allow it to unfold. We know this is hard, but it's the best way to experience the process because when you stay present, then it is easier to not get overly attached or overly involved before the time for you to do that is right. When you stay out of your head and just stay present, you have less worries, less fears, less concern, because if you're enjoying the moment, then you have that moment to enjoy rather than worrying about what he's like compared to somebody in the past and having regrets about the past or worrying about the future and if he's going to be like somebody else who did this and this and this and and then you're living in stories either from the past or that you're projecting into the future but you're not living in the present moment or being fully in the present moment with him so do what you can to stay in the present moment and distract yourself when you start thinking about him too much That's the best thing you can do because this will keep you in a balanced state. It will keep you in a more logical place. It'll keep you from getting mired in emotions that are not required at this time. And this is a great exercise for you to trust yourself because you're wondering if you can trust him. But this is about can you trust yourself to know what's in your best interest. Can you trust yourself? And so this is what you're going to be learning. And it's invaluable because when you can trust yourself, what else matters? So that is at the heart of the matter. And that is a on purpose. Sometimes they have a sense of humor. <laughs> Interestingly enough, we went back to Julianne and she said, I want to ask Sally's question. So I was like, what was Sally's question? Oh, yeah. Can you trust this? She was the one who was having the good things happen to her. And she doesn't know not only if she could trust this, but was it for real? So here's what spirit had to say to Julianne. Truth is like a ball. When you are standing on the ball of truth, you can only see so far around the curve. And so then you have to walk a few more steps and you can see a little more truth. And then you can walk a few more steps and you can see a little bit more truth. And so what happens is truth is revealed in time. So you can't see the big picture from where you stand because you have to keep moving. What this also says is that there is surprisingly not one truth because the truth can change as you go around the curve, or you might see other truths that you didn't notice before. There are always sides of people that you might not see at first that do come Into play at some point, but know that you have already seen quite a bit of who this person is, and what you have seen so far seems good. You can feel comfort in what you have seen. If and when there are surprises, then balance that on the whole of what you see and not by itself, so that you have a better gauge of what that means from the big picture. So I guess what's really being said here is that you probably haven't seen everything yet because it hasn't been that long, but whatever it is that might come up doesn't feel that it erases everything you've seen so far. That's what it feels like to me. Whatever comes up, just keep it in perspective. How do I feel about this compared to all of this? I'm happy to say that Julianne was happy with that message and that felt good to her and she said it made sense. So that's really good news. I know with dating, like so many other things in life, sometimes it just feels like we're powerless. We can't make anything happen. We can't seem to grab a hold of what we want, what's in the way between us and our heart's desire. And that's definitely what it's like with dating. And for myself, I dated 30 men in 15 months to find my husband. It was a lot of work, but I grew so much. I learned so much about myself, about what I wanted, what I liked, what worked for me, what didn't work for me, what I wanted to run from, what I thought was good and I wanted, but realized, no, I don't want anything to do with that. I had to learn so much about who I am in relationship to men and dating and love. The clearer and clearer I got about what I wanted and what was going to work for me and what I would absolutely not tolerate, the better the men got. And I had this experience with number 28. <laughs> I called him Romeo. It was definitely um like... No other man I have ever dated. He's probably as close as I ever got to a bad boy. But even though it didn't work out, which I knew from day one, I allowed myself to go for it anyway because I wanted to have that experience. I didn't want to always be the good girl who did the right thing. I wanted to see what it would be like to hang out with this guy who was so sexy and romantic I couldn't resist. But I promised myself that when it got ugly, or when I got unhappy, or when it wasn't fun anymore, I would walk away immediately. And I'm very grateful that I kept that promise to myself, and I did not let it drag on. I kicked his butt out my front door the minute things got unpleasant. And then I was sad. I felt a little heartbroken, even though I knew it was never going to work out. But here's what I learned. I had been cautious and careful and guarded for so long that I hadn't let myself be vulnerable. I hadn't let myself open up to the possibility. I hadn't allowed myself to just enjoy the moment with some guy. And it had been so many years from when I had dated until I started dating again when I got serious to find love. It had been more than 15 years. So that's a really long time to be isolated and alone and not dating anyone. I mean, I dated a little bit, but not very much. So what I learned from Romeo was resilience. I can tell you it only took me two weeks to bounce back from that heartbreaking disappointment. Even though in my head I knew it would never work out, emotionally I still had heartbreak. I still felt wounded I was still sad and disappointed. And so I kind of had to nurse myself for two weeks. And then at the end of two weeks, I decided that's it. I'm ready now. No more fooling around. No more making do with the wrong men. I was ready for the right man. And that's it. I got really serious and focused. I'm ready for the one. Let's go. The next two guys that I met quickly after that I met this one guy who I always called the postman because he was and then I met my husband who was golf man because he worked on a golf course and I met them within three weeks of each other and I dated them both for six weeks which was truly the hardest thing I ever did in my life that is what happened when I met my husband And I walked away from the postman who was a really good guy and looked a hell of a lot better on paper than my husband did. But there was just something about my husband. So anyway, I'm only telling you this because it's worth it. It's 1,000% worth it from my point of view. If you start dating with a greater consciousness, if you spend time being conscious about your choices, about what's good for you, if you're willing to learn about yourself, about men about dating and what works what works for you what works with dating how to date better when you add that layer of consciousness and make it part of your spiritual path to date and find love then things can go better because you can learn you can be on a self-correcting course where you can go oh that didn't work well let me try this working on it as an experiment Rather than taking it all so painfully seriously, I learned how to walk away and nothing could have been better for me than letting these, some of these guys, some of these poor relationships, poor matches drag on just so I wouldn't be lonely. I got really good at walking away and knowing what was good for me and what I was willing to tolerate to put up with. So at the very end, I had two men Two prospects that I was dating that were really good possibilities. Had to pick one. Picked my husband. 23 years later, we're still happy. So I just wanted to share and do something different this week and talk about finding love from that spiritual perspective and share some of the readings I did for three women in different stages of dating. One woman who's just starting to think about it. One woman who just met someone and one woman who's been dating a guy for about five months and isn't sure yet, which is completely understandable. It does take a while to know for sure and if you're like one of these women who seems to have met a nice guy and you're having trouble believing that you finally met a decent guy that you're attracted to who is consistent who calls you who asks you out who is fun who wants to hear what you have to say and it's hard to believe the best thing you could do is keep rolling with it until you discover a red flag which you may not because maybe that will be the time that you really found the one. I know it's hard after dating so many people to believe that you have finally found a good one. I know that can be difficult if you've had a tough romantic history. But it's completely possible for anyone. And you want to keep that possibility in mind. Because in my opinion, love is your destiny. Don't deny yourself the joy, the romance, the fun, the pleasure... The companionship that a good partner provides. I'm hoping that if you're single and thinking about getting out there, that you'll go for it. June is a great time to meet somebody. In fact, the summer, I call it the high dating season. (laughs) Like in the 1800s when they had all those balls to bring out the new socialites and introduce them to society. That's the high dating season That's what the summer is. The summer is when people are the friendliest. And so this is when you have the best chance. Not that you don't have chances any other time of year, because of course it's always possible. But now people are out, people are doing things, people are active, they're not hibernating in the cold weather. And so they're friendlier, they're more open, and this is a really great chance. So I'm hoping you'll get out there. If you're single and thinking about looking for love, Or if you've been dating and stopped and took a hiatus because you were mad and sick of the whole thing, try again. It's worth it. Don't do what I did. Taking a 15-year hiatus was really bad for my love life. And sometimes we need to go through that like I did. I needed to go through that to get over my college boyfriend, believe it or not. That's what I had to get over because he totally broke my heart. I was with him for three years and when I broke up with him because it just wasn't working anymore and my self-respect just made me walk away. I don't regret the hiatus. I don't look back and wish I had done it differently because I found a wonderful man at a point when I was ready for a wonderful man. I'm not so sure I was ready earlier. I think it happened just as it was supposed to happen. So that's another thing. If you're very busy looking back and having terrible regrets about what you did or didn't do, let me encourage you to just be here now, as Ram Dass would say, spiritual leader. Just be here now. Be present. And in this present moment, try again. Go for it because I really believe with all of my heart that if you want to find love, you can find love. It's there for you. But you have to do the work. You know, you're not waiting for love to just happen to you because that doesn't really work. You have to be involved. You have to be active. And I want you to try to be more conscious and look at this spiritual approach about dating. I hope that you have found this helpful and inspiring and you get out there and you meet someone fabulous to enjoy your summer with and into the future. I've got a gift for you that could change your life if you have a big decision hanging over your head. Are you struggling with your choices and sick of it? I've been in your shoes feeling miserable not knowing the right way to go. That's why I asked the universe for a sign. What a relief. I got an answer in a couple of hours. Discover the super simple method in a 30-minute program I created so you can learn how to use this no-fail process that works every time. Visit intuitiveedge.biz slash sign to get free access and make that decision quickly and easily. It's my gift to you. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode. And share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic.